Tequila! What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ben. And I'm Alan. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. Welcome to another episode of the Tequila Vibe. Ben? Yes. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to do the podcast, brother. Let's do it. I hear you. That gin is kicking in. <laughs> nah, um, so, we're going to talk about Washington Park and Piedmont Park. Yep. The guests need to know, the listeners need to know how we did and what, what we felt about it. So, we're going to start off with Washington Park. Park with a lot of history. Mm-hmm. So... How did people look at you when you said you were selling a sangria? They looked at me like, I don't want no damn sangria. Get out my face. <laughs> but they were nice. They were nice. They were respectful. They wanted to hear about the story. And it's a, it's a great story to listen to. But they just weren't interested in sangria. No, but we learned. We learned a lot. We, we did. We learned that we have to tailor the drinks to our crowd. Now, they love the Southwest Sipper. It was tequila. Yes. Based. And also... It led eventually to a name for the uh, Red Sangria, which, Ben, you can let these streets know what you came up with. The name of the Red Sangria is the Track Star. And that is smart because it's cool, but it's also smart because it has rum in it. And mm-hmm. when we describe it, we describe it as a track star, not the sangria. Mm-hmm. And it has rum in it. We can lead with that on the sales pitch. And it kind of has a... Definitely more smooth uh, vibe to that. If we're being completely honest, when we were out in uh, Washington Park, that was the first time that we did anything. And we knew we had to do it. So that was our um, our training ground. The one thing that we realized is that if we don't give these drinks names, then we don't necessarily have something to talk about. And another thing that uh, Alan brought up was the fact that we can't call it a sangria. We have to call it something else, and we have to make sure that people know that there's rum in it. Because once we say that there's rum in it, then it becomes a completely different drink, even though it's just sangria. But there's rum in there, and you don't know how much rum we put in there, and we use a nice amount, and it we will do. We're not going to cheat you. We, we listen. The, the price is $15, and we know. So you're gonna get you're going to get a good, strong drink. And you need to understand that our price is our price. Much like, thank you. Do it again. Our price is our price. Yes. And you don't, most of you out there that like name brand stuff, y'all don't go in and like the Louis store and be like, oh, can I get this for $17.50 and not $2,000? No. You're going to pay the $2,000 on that bag that you're going to break out once. Give me fifteen dollars for my drink. I put a lot of love into this drink. You can we give do. me fifteen dollars. Don't try to haggle the price because I'm not going to come down. The price is the price. The price is the price, and we do use fresh fruit, and we make it overnight, so it is marinating just like if you know how to barbecue mm-hmm. and you marinate that chicken for nine hours. Mm-hmm. It, it there, it's going to taste better. It is, and that's the reason the sangria tastes good. So the price is the price, Ben. So let's go to this next part. Mm-hmm. Tequila too early. That's what I call it. So. We ran into quite a few people who are professional drinkers, which we respect, who said, man, it's too early in the day for tequila. So what were your thoughts on that? First of all, if you think it's too early for tequila, you're not a professional drinker. Because I know people that will drink tequila at 9 o'clock in the morning and be functioning. (laughs) Cool. So. I feel you, but I. 
Now the brother was, you know what I mean? He was he was a big brother and you know it was hot. So I, I so he might not have had his water. Listen, we were we were four glasses of water up. I think on him because we definitely drank a lot of water. We drank water because we had to work. We did. And I don't know if he did. And I know he probably felt like, listen, if I have two of these sippers, you know, he was on something else too besides, you know, the sippers. So he didn't want to overwhelm himself. I can respect anybody's hustle (laughs) that does not want to pass out in the heat. I get that. I definitely get that. We did go out just a little too early in the day. For it to be tequila, it was a little early. It was like we still, still talking about Washington. Yeah, yeah. We got out there like two. Our goal was two to seven. We was not going past seven. We actually did go past seven. We went to seven thirty, but that's only because we were not only selling the drinks, but we were also um, fellowshipping with the people, talking to the people, learning some stuff about the neighborhood, stuff that they had going on. And like I said before, everybody was cool. Everybody was cool. It wasn't like it was a um, a negative vibe when it came to us. When they said no, it was respectful, but we still got a chance to chop it up with them. It was never like negative. But we did go out there too early, though. We, we did. definitely went out there too early. And we learned. So next time we go, it'll be five or six. But the beauty of Washington Park is most of the people paid us in cash. So we kept more money than we would if everybody would have paid by PayPal. That's true. We got hit with those three percent fees so that was good yes so listen now we're going to piedmont now piedmont was an experience just like washington park was um so the jazz festival was last weekend yes it was me and ben went out two days well ben went out one day i went out we both went out the other yes so ben what was the thing that you liked the most about that experience at piedmont i would say um the first day was my favorite day because i went out on saturday and sunday Sunday, it was ridiculously hot. And all I had left was the track star. Did, did we already talk about the name? Or was uh, that the other recording? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, can't I can't remember, y'all. We had some technical difficulties, <laughs> and we lost the first part of our episode, but we are we love y'all so much, we're recording again. <laughs> we're doing it again. No, so tell them about the track star name first. All right, the track star is our uh, red sangria drink. It's actually the first drink that we came up with. No, it's not the second one. The first one is the... Uh, the sipper, no. The first one. What was the first one? This the first one is the Southwest Sipper. Southwest, but then sipper. the Red Sangria is the Track Star. Yeah, yeah. So there's the Southwest Sipper, the the uh, Track Star. Oh God, the Summertime Sipper and the new one, the Wu Tang Wu Tang Wednesday Wu Tang Wind Down Wu Tang Wind Down. And um, it's hard to sell red wine in the heat. Because red wine is something that you're supposed to drink traditionally in the fall, in the uh, the lighter months. The first night, or the first day when we were out there, it was it was love. It, like everybody was kind of mellow. Everybody was cool. Everybody was you know just enjoying themselves. And even though they had their own uh, alcohol with them in their coolers, they still supported us. They still wanted to uh, know about the the products that we have, and they took pictures with us. The second day was trash because it was really hot, and all I had was the track star. So it was very hard for me to sell it, and people weren't as friendly as they were on Saturday. So the thing that I learned from that is that no day will always be the same. Every day is always going to be different. Just like when you bartend, every day is always different. You don't get the same kind of crowds. You don't get the same kind of reactions. And I would say that that's just pushed me to find a way to either sell them the drink, sell them the experience, or get them to the website. 
One of those three things has to happen in that interaction. One of those three things. And one thing I'll just add in, Ben, is even though we don't have physical business cards, when we went to our first tequila festival, we decided to get download the Hi Hello app, which is just a digital business card. And that's going to be critical and crucial for us. And it's important because some of the people who we ran into, even the ones who didn't buy, if they ask us for a business card, we say, oh, no, we don't have any. We have a digital card. And so Hi Hello allows you to send that person your info to their cell phone or their email, which allows us to capture that information that we Mm -hmm. didn't put in our database and we can contact them later. So really, we are literally building grassroots contacts with people, even if they do not buy. That's true. Because that's the beauty of it. And that's why, like, I just took it all to be positive in what we did. Because you never know when somebody's going to want us to make the bulk drink for their 50th anniversary. That is true. And it's just like, that's why I feel it's going to come back around. I think um, one of the things that we also learn is that the story that we have to tell is honestly more engaging than the product that we have. The product is an extension of the story, basically. And I don't think we ever really talked about the story, but... The way that this came to be is like we both worked at a catering company and I just started there and then I saw um, Alan and we worked together one shift and through whatever means we became friends. Like because I can't say that he's not my friend. He's definitely my friend. The fact that I went into business with my friend is really awesome. But that's pretty much how it started. We just started working together. And then he told me that he had these jalapenos. And I'm like, why do you have jalapenos? Why are you gardening? What the the hell are you talking about? He's like, what do you think I could do with these? And then I came over here one day and I said, well, why don't you put the jalapenos in the syrup? Listen, this was all Ben. We got to give him a clap for this. (laughs) It was all Ben who came up with this syrup idea because we were making the drink muddling the actual jalapenos <laughs> and it actually worked until we realized the jalapenos get hotter <laughs> every day they're on the vine and i was like wait ben this is not this drink is hotter than the last drink we just made yeah all the coca-cola drinks taste the same and yeah. so it was a problem it was like about to be over before it started yeah 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 <laughs> and then ben came yeah. up with the syrup idea so that's that's kind of where it where it where it happened. So that's a little bit about software syrup. Now, Ben, let me ask you a next question. Yes. Which we need to just I would say be vulnerable to our guests is to say reject rejection. You experienced a lot of rejection. I experienced a lot of rejection. How did it make you feel when someone said no or when two or three people in a row said no? It actually the way that I operate in my life is like I have a fear, and once that fear happens, I'm cool. And my biggest fear when I was by myself out there was like, people are going to say, no, nobody wants to be bothered with me. Why do they want my stuff? And as I left after continuously hearing no from people, I had to realize no is just a word. No is not going to kill me. No is not going to eradicate the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a word. So moving forward, I'm looking forward to the no's just so it can make me stronger to get to the yeses. To get to the yeses. And that's just in, in general. But Yeah, and yeah. it's terrifying. Well, I ain't going to say terrifying, but it is. Like Ben told you, I'm very confident, but it was nerve-wracking. The first two events, 
to just actually because they're groups of six people so yeah. that is a little bit yeah. different than talking to one person so it's it is intimidating even for somebody who likes to talk it <clears> is kind of intimidating because you don't want people we're in covid you don't want people to think oh why is he rushing up on me that's it's a lot of that's that it. in your head but what i'll say ben and that we need to let our audience know is that i've seen these tweets by people who you know um on startup companies they had they got 500 no's we have not even gotten a hundred no's. That's true. So that's true. If we have to be able to endure and endure until we continue to get the yeses, and it's going to suck, and it's that's the thing. It's painful, and it's like ah. But the thing is, the advice that you gave, as far as keeping it moving quickly. Okay, somebody says no. Okay, I ended the conversation in a minute and a half. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even really mad. Yeah, and you see how like I was taking your advice by like I'm not drawing out the conversation. You say no, cool, sister, cool, brother, yeah, cool, yeah. whoever. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we yeah. have a good day, and we always positive. So we gotta be though. We have to be because I think that one of the things that we bring to the table is the fact that we are we are ambitious and we know that there's something better than what's in front of us, even though if we can't see it, we know it's something better. We had to go through that. We had to go through those th- three of it, four events, because you did an extra one, but you were more successful at that one. And I know why you were, because it's house music. House music is everybody always happy with house music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we need, listen, any house music festivals in Atlanta, we will be there. Those I people will so be. were, yeah, those people were just live and they were just welcoming, just like all the guests have been. But, oh, man, that's, and that's why Ben said every guest is, di- every person is different. I was going to say, like, it, it touches back to the thing where, like, each event is different. And sometimes the music predicates what the uh, the people will be into. And jazz is, like, one of those kind of things where it's, like, you either want to get really cool laid back people like we did on Saturday or you want to get some snobby real, like, oh, why are you in yeah, my Yeah, why face? are you in my Because that Sunday crowd, ooh. Oh, Lord. yeah, and it's... Maybe or we gotta remember too. It was at least fifteen degrees. Okay, it was at least fifteen degrees warmer, hotter at the at the jazz festival than it was at the house music festival. Yes, so that was. probably <laughs> helped us because if it was hotter, maybe people would be like, "Okay, I just need water. I can't even do this." Like, I don't so want listen, your drinks. <laughs> so listen, the la- Ben, we gonna end it off by asking you. You know, just saying, t-shirts equals money. So yes. tell our guests about the fa- of how many. Getting drinks we sold as we were leaving the park just by people seeing the t-shirt logo once again uh i said this in the last one but like we worked better together so we split up in the beginning but at the end we left together and we both had the t-shirts on so people started running up to us like what's southwest syrup what's that i want to know give me a drink so t-shirts definitely enhance the experience because once they see something and I think once they see you together, if like you're in a team of people, see, even if we had like a third person and we just walking through the park together, people will come up to us as opposed to us just walking up to them. Because then it's not us trying to sell to them. It's more like their curiosity about what we got going on. And I just came up with that. Uh, no, absolutely. And I, I agree because it was the best, one of the best investments we've made is the T-shirts. Yes. We literally yes. sold eight to ten Based off of the logo design. So I would tell any business owners listening, please invest in a nice T-shirt, a polo, really a a, a, um, snapback hat, a book bag, whatever, a keychain, 
Yep. Have your brand on your back yep. because people do pay attention to that. And actually that made us more professional because to be honest with you, we would have really been looking like some randoms <laughs> to be selling people drinks with no like just a, a white t-shirt or a gray t-shirt. It just yeah. seems a little bit, yeah, true. I ain't going to say shady. It just seems like, all right, well, I don't really trust these guys. So we invested in t-shirts and it did pay off. So this is, uh, Another episode, yes, sir. Where we let you guys know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the pop up events, and the podcast has gone live. So this is our fourth episode. This is our fourth episode. You can find us anywhere you listen to streaming audio. Yep, and we will be back for the next episode soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Tequila Vibe. Now, take a shot. Follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio.